What's up, podcast listeners? We're here on another great episode of the Matt Baxter Show, and I'm hanging out with Benny Fowler. So although, you know, I'm a Michigan fan, he's Sparty, I got to give him some credit because, um, you know, after, you know, first judgment, I really, really enjoy talking to him. Benny is just phenomenal. He, uh, NFL player, author, coach, game changer, world changer, and just a phenomenal down to earth, fantastic guy. I really, really enjoyed chatting with him. Uh, fun fact, Benny uh, is an author and you need to check out his book and read about it, um, but caught Peyton Manning's very last touchdown pass. What a phenomenal attribute, what a phenomenal thing. And uh, I just enjoyed chatting with Benny. Benny's also changed the world when it comes to uh, executive coaching. He's coming alongside people, both as individuals, as athletes, uh, in organizations as well, too. So in this conversation, I learned a ton, had a blast. Benny, keep doing your thing. And um, although you are a Sparty, I think uh, I, I think I would highly recommend anybody to reach out to you for either coaching, hear more about your book, or uh, just tag along in your journey. Thanks, man. Benny, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. We were just... Uh, we were just shooting the breeze a little bit beforehand. Uh, we've both lived in Michigan, and now we're both in Colorado, not in person, which is a major mistake. And we need to make we need yeah. to change that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. We definitely should have coordinated that. But hey, at least we're having this conversation. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, you know, obviously, we uh, the first time we chatted, I disclosed that I was a Michigan fan, and I know that you were a Sparty, so we're already starting out on a uh, bad blood. But uh, let's just, uh, you know, I'd love just to hear your uh, your background, your life story. I mean, I, I, I'm excited to dive in and hear more about you. But yeah, g- give the story, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a rocky thing in terms of us, you know, you being a Michigan guy and me being a Spartan. I never really, I never lost. I mean, I lost one time in Michigan, so I was, I'm four and one against Michigan. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm okay right there. But yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're hanging strong. I'm like reliving the 10 years, 20 years ago days. So. <laughs> Yeah, so if I if I think about my life story, my life story is based off and built off of possibility. You know, if you think about New York City and what it inspires for you, and you're on 34th Street and you look up at the Empire State Building and you look and you're just like, how did that get here? Or if you think about your favorite restaurant, you think about, you know, for me, it's Ruth Chris and you, you can smell that steak in the air, the ambiance, the dim lights a good, nice glass of red wine. And you think to yourself, how is this food always so damn good every single time? Or if you think about back to when you were a little kid and you're playing sports and you're getting ready to shoot the last second shot or score that last goal or sink that last putt to win the championship. And your mom is telling you to come in for dinner, but you don't care because you know it's possible possible to become a champion. That is what my life has been about. So if I take you back to February 6th, 2016, you know, it's Super Bowl 50. It's a little less than three minutes to go. We just scored a touchdown. We're now up 12 points and we have a chance to go either up for up, up 13 by going for a field goal or we go up 14, put the game completely out of reach and go for two so we go for two and peyton manning's the quarterback he calls the play i'm lined up on the right in a trips formation which means there's three people to the right and i'm in the middle and i make my move towards my defender as the ball is hiked 
I see the ball in the air and it's as if an infant baby is being thrown towards me and I better as hell better catch it. And that's where my possibilities became a reality, catching Peyton Manning's final pass. Now I can say he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. I caught the last pass of a first ballot Hall of Famer. And, you know, what sparks possibility for you? That's how, you know, that's a little bit of my life story. I've always been, I've always been a person about possibility. You know, I love uh, I love how you open that with the New York City because in my experience, cities are like this perfect balance between like I'm an entrepreneur. I, I love seeing opportunities, which is one of the reasons I'm so excited about this conversation. But like I walk to a city and I walk to a skyscraper and I look at that and I'm thinking in one sense, I'm like, how, how did that ever happen? Like how could somebody have built something so big, taken such risk and done all those things? And then on the other side... I look at that, I'm thinking somebody just chose to do it. Now there was business planning and there was, you know, tons of meetings and there was, is this going to work? Where, what size building, all these different things. And you look at that and you just say, somebody just kind of took the step forward to do it. And all of a sudden you look at those things now, like in my, in my life, and I'd love to hear your perspective, but I look at like a skyscraper and I literally think I could, I could do that. I'm not saying may, may not be the best building builder, but like I, 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 I can wrap my head around how somebody's gotten there now. Absolutely. That's and that's what I work with small business owners and entrepreneurs on. I work with them on that vision. Like you said, when I look at a skyscraper or I look at like a place like New York City or even downtown Detroit or Chicago, that's all started with a vision. And being an entrepreneur, it's a vision. You have a vision for your life, your business that you maybe not other everybody will understand it, but you will help them understand it one day. But it all starts with your vision and what you want and what really inspires you. That's why I have a, a picture of New York City in my office to inspire me every single day, because that once that city didn't always look like that. And now look at it and look at it. It's thriving and there's so much energy within that city. So, yeah, that's why I love it. Yes, yeah, so I love that you you brought that up. So you, you know, you made the comment that your opportunity started, you know, maybe, maybe that's the wrong word choice, but when you, when you caught that Peyton Manning's last pass, which obviously I want to dive into that in a bit, but, Mm -hmm. but for you though, like you got to the NFL, right? So obviously you saw opportunities, you capitalized on those, you played college football, take a step back. You, you saw those opportunities, you capitalized on those. You were a standout in high school. You, you know, all those different things led up to that. So where did that inspiration and in who you are stem from that, that sort of fueled, you know, just that drive, that motivation? Obviously, it's the love of football. Well, maybe I'm assuming that, but obviously, because you made a profession out of it. Uh, but you made it, you saw that and you capitalized on Where did, like, take me way back. Where did that come from? That comes from my parents, you know, my dad, my mom. That's where that comes from because. They saw my talents within me. Now, they didn't say, hey, you got to go play professional sports, but they pushed me to be and my brother and my sisters, you know, my, with my, you know, my dad has my stepmom and her, you know, my, I have my stepmom, too. They pushed us to be the best version of ourselves and whatever dreams we have, there is no dream that's too big, but you do have to put in that work. And I think that work ethic really comes from seeing my mom and my dad put in that work day in and day out and they were great examples for me to look up to and then you know you have your role models who are in sports like an Allen Iverson or a Kobe Bryant you see the work that they're putting in their determination their tenacity towards their sport 
is what inspired me. But in terms of my entrepreneurial side, that that probably comes from my mom, you know, her having her own legal practice in the state of Michigan and, you know, leaving a corporate job to be her own boss and live life on her, her own terms. That's what I help entrepreneurs and small business owners do is that you get into this space to live life on your own terms. And then sometimes you get overwhelmed and then you lose sight of the vision of what you really want. But that all comes down to the vision. And that's what I had early on. And that's what my parents helped me with, my coaches. I mean, countless number of people who helped me stay with and stick with my vision and why I wanted to be a professional athlete, but also much more than that. I love that. Um, when was, can you come up with a moment um, or maybe a couple where it went from obviously other people believing in you, which having like a, a at-home support system like that is just so important and so cool and so amazing. Obviously you took and, you know, made them proud and continuously doing that and doing amazing things. But do you have a moment where uh, it went from like others believing in you, but then like the one of the first times you believed in you? I've always believed in myself, I would say. Yeah, I would, you know, I haven't had a thought where, you know, you always have, there's always times where you do have self-doubt, but I've always had a belief just based off of natural strengths and the strengths that I do have. I'm a big person on looking at what you can do and what you're really good at, because that was, that's what really separates yourself is what are you really good at? Yeah, And then maximizing, yeah, yeah. maximizing that. Sometimes we always try to just like, what's my weakness? Let me get better at my weakness. So I'll become better. But what are you already good at that you can just maximize? And, even, you know, when I work with a, a small business owner or an entrepreneur, let's focus on what you're really good at. And then where can we find some leverage somewhere where you can, you know, leverage that out to somebody else so you can just focus on what you really love. And if I think about belief, you know, going back to the question about belief, I've always believed in my abilities and talents because as an athlete, the only way you can get to make the team in high school or make the team in college and then make the NFL is to actually believe in yourself. That's that was going to be one of my one of my other questions. Um, kind of just similar topic was just like, are you individually motivated or are you team motivated? Both, both. I think yeah. both they go hand in hand. You know, if I ask you in terms of your business, it's you probably have a business motivation, but you also have a life motivation. You know, and same thing with me. Like, I want to be the best teammate. I want to win championships because everybody loves to be surrounded by a winner. But you also have to you have to take care of yourself mentally, physically, and you have to have a vision for yourself because your vision, even if you think about somebody within a corporate structure, you have an overall company mission and vision. But you have to have your core values, mission and vision within that company to move within move up within that company. So you're giving the best version of yourself to that company. Yeah, that's so good. I am. Um, so one question more related to the topic of like pro sports and being a pro athlete, how have you been able to like keep your head on your shoulders? So I, I I've talked to, I mean, I've had a couple pro pro athletes, uh, um, as guests on my podcast and just, you know, chopped it up with them and obviously heard some stories, good and bad. Um, and you know, you hear so many guys who get into the league, get a little bit of money and, you know, something happens or they're, you know, trying to keep up with the big dogs and do all that different stuff. But for, <laughs> for, for you, like how, obviously, how have you just been able to n number one, like you're a humble down to earth guy and keep, keep that about you while still having enough, you know, confidence and swagger to walk out on the field and catch 
uh, you know, Super Bowl passes. But how have you been able to keep a keep a head on your shoulder with all this? I mean, that's just the highlights, you know, what we just talked about. But yeah, there have been plenty of times, like I always tell people, life is undefeated. And when you get on your high horse and you think you're all this and all that, and that's when life knocks you down. It might not knock you down financially, but it will knock you down in terms of, you know, just really humbling you. So if I think about a time in my life where that happened to me, coming off my best year with the Denver Broncos, you know, I had just had my best season, so I'm not hitting free agency. And it's like, all right, boom, like, here's go. It's time to get paid. It's time to get everything I deserved. I signed with Chicago, all the bells and whistles. They put me up into the hotel. My name's all over the place. I'm going to the best restaurants. I'm now playing in the city that my mom is living in. She's just a hop, skipping, and jump away from the stadium downtown. And I didn't go there with a vision. I didn't go there with my goal set. You know, I was playing a little heavier. And at the end of training camp, I got the call from the GM and they let me know that they were going to cut me. And right then and there, it was just a tough moment for me. I was at home for the next four weeks. My now fiance was sitting right next to me, who I just asked to move out to Chicago with me and leave her family in Denver. And it's just like, what's gonna, what is going to happen here? And that's where I got the idea to write my book. But, you know, it wasn't always like that. And, you know, sometimes life puts us on the sideline to give us a different perspective. And that following after four weeks, you know, I got signed by New England. I was only there for one week. But getting signed by New England got me back into that mindset that got me into the NFL because I knew I was going to be playing with Peyton. And then at this point in time in my career, I knew I was going to be playing with Tom Brady. So my study habits got to back to what they used to be. My eating habits got back. Now I was only there because they ended up trading for uh, another receiver, but I got signed by New York the next week. And my career and life has been more fulfilling because sometimes life just does that to you. And you have to be able to get back, get back on, on, on your road to success. I love that. How have you been able to manage um, like the, consistency of pursuing goals while being able to be like agile and flexible to, 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 to pivot, I guess is the best way to describe it. I mean, for just in my life, I'm somebody who is probably better at pivoting and I pivot a lot being a startup entrepreneur and having a couple of different companies that works well for me. But at the same time, one of the things I need to force myself to do to just be a better man, better business owner is setting a goal and sticking it through and seeing it out and, and having a little bit more consistency in that. And so for you, like how have you been able to set big track, big focus, big, like far out goals and stick to those and pursue those while at the same time, letting the opportunities of life that you started the show with come up and, and, you know, grab life and take, take hold of it. Yeah. So, if, you know, if I was talking with you or like coaching you, it would be to come up with a moonshot goal and come up with an ultimate vision. So if I give you an example of mine, mine is to in the next five to 10 years, fill a basketball arena with my own live personal event with friends and family on stage, sharing their stories, not inviting celebrities to share their story, but people that I know that I grew up with or grew with and to have my own personal live event. Now, this is not a goal to get to. It's a goal to come from. And it's an ultimate vision of me giving back and contributing and growing as a person. So that makes me have to get on podcasts, 
talk with multiple people, make connections, build relationships, talk with business owners, things that might scare me a little bit because I have an ultimate vision and it gets me excited every single day. So having an ultimate vision, now you're great at pivoting. So that's that's an awesome thing. So what's the ultimate vision for your life and business? And then pivoting is just, yeah, you shoot a whole bunch of different arrows and see where they land. And then once you find something that lands and sticks, then you stick with that and you stick with a, another thing over here. But I, I love the fact that you pivot. But what's the ultimate vision for your life? What do you want to be remembered for? What do you want your legacy to be? That's kind of how I operate with business owners and, and myself and with my coach is there's an ultimate vision that I want and who I want to be. But then there's also, you know, there's no perfect way. That's why in my book, it's the imperfect guide to success because there is no perfect way. And the fact that you can pivot and how successful you are, are, are you know, shows me that you're not already an ama- you're an amazing person and an amazing business owner. So it's awesome. Well, we'll see how, how well your judge of character is, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I've had I have a good buddy that I'll I'll connect you with um, after the show, but he's he's been on this. His name's Rob Mack, and he's a he's a happiness coach, and he is somebody who's just so positive. And you guys just have a lot of similar energy to each other. And one thing I asked him was like, "How do you turn it off?" Meaning, like, he's a very optimistic, very positive person, but also like does that professionally for people in the sense of comes alongside. People who, whether they need a little adrenaline shot and uh, just need need a little bit of like better outlook on life, or like comes along high end executives and say we need to basically feel you know purpose driven, happiness driven, focus on those things. But then my my question to him and I and I same kind of idea with you is how have you been able to turn that off and just interact with people? Do you and how do, is there ever a gray area of like? You're somebody who can come in and coach and and add so much value to somebody's life. Is that just who you are all the time? Do you intentionally turn that up, you know, when you're dealing with a client or how have you just been able to balance some of that? Yeah, I definitely, I don't like to, this is who, this is just who I am. Like (laughs) I love people and it's fun for me. Now I might add a little bit of a boost, you know, this, this thing called incantations that Tony Robbins talks about. So I have a, a, a affirmation that I say before I get on podcasts or get on different calls to remind myself of what I'm doing, why I'm doing this, because I'm here to serve other people. So that might add a little bit of boost to it. But no, this is not something I just turn off. You know, I'm, I am a little bit more relaxed, but I always have a positive outlook on life. That's just who I am. And it's just too hard to be negative because you could just get into a spiral of, of negative self-talk, negative thinking. And that is... You know, just imagine if I was just dragging on this call right now where I'm just like, Matt, like, I don't know, man. Like, that's just not, it's just, that's, that's almost harder for me to do. <laughs> yeah. That's the part we may edit out, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, buddy, man, you need some coffee? What do you need? <laughs> yeah. So you just no, I love, yeah. I love that. And that, I mean, that shows that you're living life like exactly where you need to be because, like, if, if you are naturally a positive person, you come alongside, and obviously there's going to be like, tips and tricks and pointers and advice and, and, you know, all that to business owners, entrepreneurs, probably other athletes through your days. Like if, if that's just kind of who you naturally are and now all of a sudden you can, you know, make a professional business out of it. Like, I mean, I think you're kind of living life to the fullest. So kudos to you. Oh man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Tell me more about the business. So, um, number one, like, so I guess, yeah, tell me a little bit more about the business where you're at with the book, where you're currently at and, uh, 
in your life, obviously, in the midst of uh, different teams? Like, just give me the breakdown where you're at. Yeah, so right now I'm a free agent in terms of football. So, you know, free agency is coming up. So we'll be getting ready for that as that approaches. With the business, things are taking off. I'm doing some leadership development with some companies just in terms of everybody needs leadership development. Everybody can always be better as a leader. I've been very fortunate enough to be around and in some great cultures. And that's what small business owners want. They want, and even big business owners, Fortune 500 companies, they want an incredible culture where their employees are engaged, doing more, and their company is taking off and just gaining the momentum. So I help small business owners, entrepreneurs really gain that momentum. And a lot of small business owners, entrepreneurs, they do struggle with that because they're overwhelmed by their responsibilities and roles. So I help them understand that and become purpose-driven. What's their mission? Where are they giving back? Who do they want to be? Who do they have to be every single day? So they don't have to do it alone. You know, 72% of small business owners are, are overwhelmed by their roles and responsibilities. Less than 60% for the goals that they set for the year actually believe that they can achieve them. So that's where I step in and I help them with the tools that they need and and being that accountability system and support system to push them to be better because that's how I've gotten to the NFL. I didn't get to the NFL by myself just because I had a whole bunch of motivation. I had people to point out my blind blind spots. And a perfect sports analogy that I use is that Michael Jordan didn't need Phil Jackson to score points. He needed him to win championships. Jeff Bezos doesn't need somebody to tell him about his business. He needs somebody to have a sounding board of you know, how can I do this better? Where, how can I look at this in a different way? Or, you know, they're having, you know, tough times and they don't want that to affect their business. So there's a little bit of life coaching and performance coaching in it as well. That's just everybody needs a coach. I mean, I have two. I have a life and a business coach just so I can perform optimally. I can relate so much. I mean, number one on the business owner front, just in scatterbrained and being pulled in so many different ways, which in some regards is the most amazing place and it's fun and it's awesome and it's exciting. But in another sense, it's also like, I'm, you know, most days I'm spread far too thin and, you know, navigating those waters and figuring out how to do that. Right. But I'm the same way. Like I, I have, I would encourage anybody. It sounds like you're in the same boat that like get some people surrounded around you who are number one vested in you and, and want to see you succeed, but also like in some way, shape or form, they get something out of it for themselves. And that's why like, I've had with my company, I've had a couple investors who invested because they they didn't have a chance to be business owners, but they want to support business owners. And that to me is like one of the most remarkable ways of just like helping other people. And and so I, I totally can resonate with where you're going with this. Um, do you find like that you, uh, have you enjoyed like leadership coaching and counseling and speaking to, to groups or to individuals? Which one do you enjoy well, more? I love them. I love them both equally. I think there's a little bit more of a vulnerable aspect when you're doing the one-on-one -on -one work where people will share some other things to really help them push past their limiting beliefs or what they might be overwhelmed with. And then when you're talking to a group, it's also very beneficial, but I feel like the impact is it could be it's 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 great on both ends but i really like the one-on-one -on -one in terms of like you know really coming up with an actual plan for that actual person but i love talking about leadership because the leadership in business and in, and in football are the same thing you have to get people to come together for one common goal and how are you communicating with 
your founder? How are you communicating from a president to your vice president to, you know, your CFO? How is how is the communication? Because if you guys are all on, on the same page, you guys are going to be pulling in employees in different ways and things aren't going to be getting done as fast as they should be getting done. And there's going to be there might be some tension in there. And one of the best things about me in the NFL and the way I do leadership and, and just a different path that I've had is that every year in the NFL, the team looks different. You have to you have to start from ground zero every single year. Yes, you might have some stable players, a stable of players that are your core, but you have to bring people up to speed and bring them up to speed fast. There is no time to waste. So I love bringing that to to companies and owners. I love that. What do you think? And you can you can tie this both. Um, obviously, you don't need to name any names, but like what separates a you know high end executive, high end CEO, somebody who you've worked with in that capacity and Let's say in your analogy, how football and business, a lot of leadership is basically the same. What separates guys like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and maybe a business, you know, executive that you've worked with or whatever? What what guys and girls, what separates the, you know, them in your opinion? What what do they do differently? How do they view the world differently? Just what 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 makes them so great, if you will? There's two things, two things that come to mind. When opportunity knocks, it's too late to prepare. They're the most prepared. The CEOs that I've worked with are some of the most prepared people. We're pre- prepared for things to go right and then things to go for things to go wrong or things to have, you know, little hiccups here and there. They're, when opportunity knocks, it's too late to prepare. So you have to be prepared for all the things in your company's goals, your company's mission. You have to be prepared for an employee to say this or you know, the meeting to go in, you know, take a left-hand turn. So being prepared is with those guys, CEOs, top quarterbacks, owners of teams, they're prepared for conversations, the best business owners, people who are selling, they're prepared for the call. They're doing a little bit of research on the person. So they're making and building that rapport, which leads me into the second thing is that they're relatable. The best leaders are relatable. You see Tom Brady go to a team that was hasn't made the playoffs in 18 years. He goes there, brings a couple of pieces, but he can get people, he can relate to the players, but he can also relate to the coaches because of how successful he is. Peyton did the same thing when he went from Indy to Denver, became relatable. The best thing about leadership is being authentic. And when I say authentic, it's being relatable and being vulnerable sharing some personal stories. Stories is what gets people to to really gravitate towards you. And I got to see the human element of Peyton and Eli and Tom Brady, Drew Brees, which is what makes those guys, you know that they're, you know, everybody gets to see them do these incredible things on Sunday, but you get to see them make the mistakes or, you know, have some tough moments. And that's where you get the most respect for these guys and some of the CEOs that I'm working with, some of that open up being vulnerable with some of your employees. Not You don't have to share your deepest, darkest secrets, but they have to know that you're just like them. I think that's, I think that's so good and that's so true. I mean, there's just something different about a you know female or male leader who you feel like you can approach and you can you know, be on the field with both figuratively and, you know, literally, uh, and know that they've made mistakes, they figured it out, they're walking, you know, they're still in the trenches with you. And that, you know, you're, 
you can go to them and they're approachable. And I, I, I love the relatable and also the preparedness. It's so true. I mean, like prepared good and bad. I mean, that's, that's something I've like really worked on in, in my own world is like, I'm pretty good at thinking strategically far ahead of saying, okay, this is where I know things are probably going to not go as well as we think. And this is where potentially things can go uh, really, really well. But at the same time, like how to prepare for today, how to prepare for if we get a call today and a client is yelling at us because something goes wrong or somebody saying, hey, we want to you know, pursue an opportunity with you guys like that, I think is I think that's such a good, good word. Um, and where I want to lean on you for a little advice then is uh, how, how does somebody start? So the prepared one, I think, obviously, I want to open the floor and, 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 you know, hear your thoughts on the prepared one is like, you just got to do it consistency, discipline, and just doing it. But the approachable one too, like I guess both of those, like if you're going to advise like a, you know, a young, talented athlete or whether young, talented entrepreneur who is, you know, trying to figure things out, where do they start with both of those two things? Their purpose. Like what, why do you want to do this? Okay. So you have your, you have your business or you have this great idea. What's the purpose behind it? Like what's the real purpose behind it? Because if it's just, you know, all extrinsic motivation, then that could die down. Like willpower can die down. But like, what's the real purpose that's going to get you out of bed every single day? So instead of being just, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur because I don't, I want to be my own boss instead of, I want to become an entrepreneur because I want to live life on my own terms because I deserve this and I deserve to have my own life and, and be my own boss. There's a totally different way and purpose behind it. And same thing for, you know, a mother, a stay-at-home mom or something like that. Same thing goes hand in hand. Like, yeah, I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm a stay-at-home mom who takes care of the house and serves and gives her family everything that they need so they can have an extraordinary life. So it comes down to purpose. So like, you know, if I was, you know, advising you, what's the purpose behind your business? And is there some contribution? Are you contributing to other people? And what's the contribution that you want to give to other people that can serve serve other you know serve others because if you really think about it we yes we love getting things and you know it could be about me 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 but it's you get super juiced up when your purpose is behind serving other people because that's also giving to you as well that's the reason why I'm in and I do coaching because if I am coaching somebody yes I'm serving them but I'm also learning from them at the same time because I don't have all the answers so yeah, it comes down to that purpose. That's the first place. Purpose and vision. Purpose and vision go hand in hand. So if you think about somebody who's getting ready to get married and they want to lose some weight, they know what it's going to look like and feel like what they want to look like and feel like on that day. They have that feeling. They're attached to that feeling that they want. So it's easy for them to lose weight before that wedding because they know what they want to look like. They know it's going to feel like it's going to be the best day of their life. How can they transfer that same thing to that vision? That's why people usually when they lose weight to go on vacation, they gain most of it back and some after they come back. Because it was just a vision for that they had for that vacation. But what's the vision for their life or their business? <laughs> it's also probably a couple cocktails on the beach and a honeymoon sort of thing doesn't help either. But <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I'm talking about when they come back and you know they continue to live life. I'm not talking about the vacation way. Vacation way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bound that. to happen just because you're enjoying yourself for sure. No, I love that. That's so good. And and you know, it's funny the, the um me 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 thing. I mean, 
I think in some regards, there's a book out there called The Second Mountain that talks about like successful people, their first climb is definitely self, self-driven, self-motivated, self-focused, which in some regards, not bad. You're just making yourself better and you happen to get some success for it. But then it talks about how there's a valley after that and how you kind of realize like, wait, there's an emptiness when it's just pursuing myself. And the, and the second mountain is about basically climbing it, making a, a bigger purpose driven. And I, in, in one regards, just a brief story. When I started my current company as a junior junior in college, I talked to a wealthy investor and within a three-minute phone call, basically cut me a 50 grand check as a 21-year-old to start this business as an investment. And I remember thinking like, I am the man. We're going to turn this into so many different things and not necessarily outwardly talking. Maybe I was and probably or a lot of arrogance. But then like, obviously life happens, you get humbled. And now like the thing that fills my bucket so much more, and again, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I don't have my own ego to me, but like being able to provide a paycheck for an employee that gets to go buy a house or buy an engagement ring or gets to fund a habit for themselves. Like that to me is so much more fulfilling than like the big checks coming in. And don't get me wrong. It's still fun. Like we're, there's still so much joy that comes from that. And obviously there's success, but there's just something different than it shifts towards like, you know, you got, you know, you got your own, you know, you're, you're skilled, you're talented, but then be able to elevate other people with you and hopefully take them even further than you can go. That to me is like, I don't know, there's a shift that happens. It just becomes so much more fulfilling. And, and as you mentioned, the purpose side, which is perfect topic for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a balance of both. Like you said, it's a, it's a balance of both. So, you know, I love, I love, you know, your, your thoughts on that. Um, so you, how long ago did you launch the book? When the book come out? The book came out almost, oh yeah, it's a year and a month ago, a year and a month it's been out. And people can just get on like Amazon, uh, anywhere they can buy their books. Is that right? I'll make sure to include show notes for that. Yep. Amazon. And then I, I made an online course to go with it as well. That's, you know, very affordable. Oh, love that. Um, so um, I'll give you that for the show notes as well. You know, just like, a, you know, for entrepreneurs, you know, something it's, you can always get better. It's just a little personal development course, but it's, you know, I, I only priced it at 27 bucks because I want everybody to get the, the benefit out of it. That's so, so good. We'll yeah. make sure to include that. Um, my two favorite questions in the world, and I'm going to combine them is number one, you talked, I think you hinted at this a little bit about like legacy and leaving your own legacy and what that's going to be. And, and so for me, or my question to you is if you're going to interact with somebody, whether it's on a 30 minute podcast, you're going to meet them for one dinner and you're never going to see them again, or whether you're going to spend a life with them, what would be the legacy that you want to leave on that person's life? Or what would be the impact that you want to leave on that person's life? And then the second question, they kind of go hand in hand is what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? Just in the sense that you've had a drive to be a you know baller on the field and a baller in life and just doing some amazing things. And I'm just inspired by this conversation, but like, what, what, what drives that? So impact and, and, and getting, getting you out of bed, what is it? Yeah. So if I was leaving a conversation with somebody, if I wanted them to leave with something is that I was just a, a great guy and that, you know, I had fun. I had a lightness about me and that they really just enjoyed the time that they were with me. And what gets me out of bed every single day is helping people pursue the best version of themselves because they're going to help me do the same. And that's what I love to do with entrepreneurs, owners, friends, is just empower 
empower them, impact and inspire them because I know they're doing the same for me, even if they don't think that they are. I love that. That's so good. Benny, anything else you want to leave the audience with? No, man, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. And uh, for people that either want to reach out to you about business, want to, uh, any any speaking engagements or corporate engagements or just follow you along on socials, what's the best way for them to uh, make that happen? Yeah, they can just reach out to me on LinkedIn. Benny Fowler, B-E-N-N-I-E, Fowler, F-O-W-L-E-R. And I'm on LinkedIn. I share a lot of content on LinkedIn. So feel free to reach out there. Love that. Benny, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. Thank you. I appreciate you. You just listened to an amazing episode on the Matt Baxter Show. It had nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the guests that I have and the stories that we get to tell and the smack talking we get to have. So if you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes that you've listened to, feel free to subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Check us out at thematbaxtershow.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Matt C. Baxter, Twitter, or Facebook as well too. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, whether it's through an email on the website or whether it's through any of the social platforms. I do my best to get back to people as soon as I can. But thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoy. Feel free to send feedback in any way. And don't be afraid to share the Matt Baxter Show. We're very excited to have you as a listener and hope you continue to listen as well. Thanks a ton. Bye-bye.